Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Degrassi. The n- it's not Degrassi, the next generation. I'm screaming. Oh, my God. And I didn't even catch it until you laughed, and then you said it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought I was doing the morning announcements at Degrassi for a second. Um, I can't stand you. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, welcome back to Below the Dot podcast, our first episode of 2023. You know the deal here. We recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi, the next generation Every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole, I am one of your co-hosts, Terry McGregor. I'm your other host, Chris Sharp. Wow, did I forget who I am? It's been like two weeks since we've recorded, and breaking that stride has thrown me for a loop. Absolutely. Um, But we're back today to discuss Season 3, Episode 18, titled Rock and Roll High, a very good episode. But before we get into that, we'll get into some trivia for Terry. All right. So what are the students competing to win? Like, what's what's the prize? Is it time in a recording studio? Yes. More specifically, two days of studio time and a record two days. and record their own single. Wow. That makes sense. People love to give singles out as like a gift and then never follow up with them for music. So you would just get that one single and it's over. I love that this comes back to us, but we'll get there eventually. Next question. What is Angie's middle name? Elizabeth. Very good. (laughs) What does Ashley's shirt say? I don't even know when. Just what does it say? She wore it like the whole episode. She did. uh, I can see it, but I don't know what it says. No clue. Now you know. That's what it said. That's what her shirt says, girl. Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> it's so 2000 <laughs> to have a random quote on your shirt. Okay, this one you're definitely going to get. What brand is Jimmy wearing to the band rehearsal? Oh my goodness. You would think that I would have retained it Bitch, from the if last time. You cannot time. remember. We've talked about this so many times. <laughs> we did, and I really blacked it out. Oh my goodness. I was rooting for you. I know. I was rooting for you. Man, it's not triple, FUBU, but FUBU. <laughs> triple five soul. I'm over it. Who five hosts soul. the competition? Dang, who is that man? It's an athlete. They made a point to show him, too, because I remember they, seeing him. I And they did. So I looked up and I was like, who is this? Man. I don't know. He was kind of cute, though. <laughs> Chris Woodward. Who is a baseball player? Oh yeah, I wouldn't have known that. But the way they showed him, I was like, "This is a famous person." Right, same. I was like, "Okay, so this is clearly somebody, right?" That's so funny. Was that it? Oh, did that I, was that was the get... end. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was already. So you got what one question right? You got Elizabeth. Mm, I'm gonna give you the first one. I was just really detailed. <laughs> you got two out of five. Okay, you know, it could be worse. I can have zero. Triple five soul or whatever. Ma'am, if you don't remember that, if that comes back later and I ask you what Jimmy's wearing and you don't remember that it's fucking triple five soul, I'm booting you off the podcast and I'm bringing our Instagram friend on. (laughs) Speaking of which, 
We're supposed to have another guest on the episode tonight, but Zencaster be as our Instagram friend said, Zencaster is some hoes. And they are. And they would have let them in our chat. So we're gonna have to try this again next week. Yeah, we really did try. We were coming in hot new year <laughs> with a new segment, but you know, it'll happen in the future once we have more time to do technical difficulty stuff that's not <laughs> today. New year, new look, new podcast. Exactly. Well, are you ready for my tidbits for today? I sure am. Okay. Did you know that the season three DVD included karaoke versions um, of the songs featured in season three? I did not know. It's I borrowed my so friend's. Amazing. Well, she was my friend at the time. I don't really like her anymore. But she had the <laughs> Degrassi on DVD and I borrowed it once. But I don't think it was season three. So I'm jealous. I wouldn't know. I'm- I miss when DVDs had those special features. There was a portion that was titled special features. um, And specifically the segment was rock and roll high school karaoke. So it included karaoke versions of songs from this season, specifically I'm in love, which is I think in holiday part one or two, where he's like in the auditorium singing to Ashley Mm -hmm. Um, spinners rap from this episode, which we'll discuss as well as Mr. Nice guy and what I know. So you actually Mm -hmm. can find, all those karaoke versions on YouTube because I looked them up. <laughs> so you can do it too. Good. Great Degrassi music. I was really, what I was really trying to figure out for the tidbits was like who wrote the songs. I know who like the artist or the actors actually performed them, but I could not find who was like writing these songs because they were bangers. That's, yeah, they were. Wow. We need to give that person their flowers. Right. We tried, but Nonetheless, there is karaoke for today's episode. Um, and I'll probably link it on our Instagram at some point. Good times. Any other tidbits? No, that's it. I'm ready to get into this very good episode. All right, friends. So with our opening scene, we are in need of a palate cleansing episode after last week or last episode. And so there's a new music competition in town for the Degrassi students. I do not remember one competition like this during my childhood. Do you? No, I wish that there was a battle of the bands and that I could have won something from it. (laughs) Like there were not enough talent shows growing up. The only time I ever remember seeing it, I did see a talent show. My school where I work used to be pre-K through eighth grade. So they did have it then. They got rid of it since now it's only through fourth grade. Um, And they had talent shows when I used to work at a residential treatment center. Um, Those are always very entertaining. Oh, for the the worst reasons. Yeah, I can only imagine. I um, do remember an everyone can't rap one too, <laughs> and that's what everyone tries to do, right? Like every time, everyone every time. tries to rap or everyone tries to sing the same like really hard song that they think that they can sing well. Like, right, Houston, I will always love you. Like someone can redo that. That's not oh, possible. God. Oh my god. Okay, so we do have a holiday show, and one year and. So the person who's the current assistant principal at my job used to be a fourth grade teacher. And so if he's hearing this, look, you were dirty for what you did. One of the (laughs) students in this class sang All I Want for Christmas. Oh. Or is it All I Want for Christmas is you, whatever. All I Want for Christmas, whatever the hell, Mariah Carey. And (laughs) exactly what you said. You know, people like to sing really hard songs. Yes. And... Like, if this was any indication that this man did not need to be anybody's assistant principal, it was this decision that he made, allowing this child to sing all, oh my God. I'm screaming, because that's a long song, too. They let them perform the whole song? 
I think they just did the beginning part of like, you know, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Uh-huh. There's just one thing I need. And I mean, Mariah was in some <laughs> notes, but my student was not. Shouts to them. They tried. Used- <laughs> Y'all are probably going to cancel me. But when I worked at the residential, I used to call them no talent shows. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. It is what it is, okay? It is. It is what it is. All right. <laughs> so Craig and <clears throat> Craig is talking with Spinner and Jimmy about entering the contest when Ashley and Ellie arrive to sign up their band. I truly cannot believe that Craig has the audacity to even speak to Ashley, but that is one thing that men will always have on hand. Mm-hmm. I wish, but I also kind of wish that Ashley weren't so openly upset with Craig. Like he he deserves every bit of her bullshit, right. but like he doesn't deserve the time and that's the energy. True. So she tells him off a little bit for speaking to her, and if this man doesn't have the nerve to be upset, he's like he's like mad that she doesn't want to talk to him. And it's like you literally cheated on her and got another girl pregnant, and then flaunted it in her fa- like I want to choke the shit out of you, right? Yeah, he was very delusional, <laughs> and I understand what you're saying about Ashley because I was mad watching her like even interact with him like literally i don't know why she was expecting anything from him i know they go to the same school but the way i literally would have ignored him because that's gonna hurt him even more i mean he really was being a baby that he was getting attention so i think if she ignored him it would have been even worse can i just say as a disclaimer because you know how like zencaster be some hoes i'm gonna be so mad if they changed up my input device Mm. you know how to do that shit they do but i guess we'll find out (laughs) Um, So if I sound like shit, you know, it's because Zencaster changed up my headphones from the microphone. But anyway, in the next scene, Craig is having trouble writing lyrics for the new song. And I guess the new song has instrumentals, but no lyrics. It truly sounds like noise and they practice. And I had no idea that they were actually playing anything. And I guess Craig agrees because. Jimmy, have you ever heard of tuning? Marco, it's a bass, man. You play one note at a time. It's been okay. They had to put his rampage on hold and try to calm him back down and get back to practicing. Um, meanwhile, apparently Terry's doing a little bit better, but she hasn't come out of her coma yet. Ashley still has yet to go visit. Fake ass bitch. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I, it's I, uh, whatever. I know it's hard. Possibly she's apprehensive of just being in a hospital at all, but she does volunteer first in class to share her writing for her creative writing journal to the class. Black twisted agony the fires of chaos burn on run for her tombstone before it's too late the blood runs cold in her veins marco and craig snicker a little (laughs) in the back and miss kwan is clearly confused as well and so after class ashley complains that nobody commented on her poem and Paige is like "Mm, nobody understood it girl (laughs) and she explains it and ellie says you were supposed to write about your own life (laughs) Which you think would have been easy considering her boyfriend got another girl pregnant right under her nose. Like, sis, what are you doing? Literally, she needs to thank Ellie because she gave her the best advice right then and there to make the banger that we get later. If she She didn't read her like that, she would have no good poem, song, whatever. Okay? So shout out to friends who call you on your shit. Right. All right. So, um... Plot B, Angie's a rambunctious child who doesn't always follow the directions. Joey falls, he hurts his neck, trying to prove that he can be cool, and Caitlin steps in to cover for him. I didn't think this plot added anything to the entire series. I do not know when I will come back to it during today's recap, but it's going to be a minute because it was just so worthless. 
Any comments, questions? I, I had the same thought. I don't know how this connects at all. Because you know how sometimes the morals and stuff will like intertwine? I got no connection from it. Only thing I could think of was why is Joey or anyone still taking advice from Caitlin? Because we already mm-hmm. had this conversation last episode. Um, why are you doing a handstand on the concrete sidewalk? You're going to bust your head open. Not even good if you could. <laughs> um, What? And then also I just realized that with this plot, Caitlin is clearly trying to make up for the fact that she's the reason Sydney isn't around anymore. So she's literally mm-hmm. trying to be there for Joe and Angela, like Sydney said she was and trying to fill that void and probably prove to herself that she can fill it. But no one asked her to do all that. That's all her doing it for her own sake. And my thing is that I see why the adults are written off the show. Like I know I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure that Joey Jeremiah's, I think Pat, whatever his government name is. I remember he was really upset when they were written off the show and they probably did it in a shady way as well. But this was not a good plot for them. Like, it wasn't entertaining, which is why, as a child, I didn't care. Mm -hmm. And as an adult, I still don't care. It's not relatable. Um, If we were going to keep them on the show, we should have given them better content. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, give Caitlin a meth problem or something. Anything. anything. Something interesting, right? Like, this wasn't it. Like, I don't, and I don't know if this would have kept the attention of the people who watched them when they were young either. This isn't right. an entertaining storyline. I had the same thought too. Is like this is I'm really holding on to the people that were watching from back in the day. So like Degrassi High and Degrassi Junior High. But why would I mean? I guess, but even not so. Like okay, Joey and Caitlin ended up together. Everyone knew that that was going to happen eventually. So why do I care that she's taking care of his family? Like that's his girlfriend. Right. <laughs> Right. Like, it didn't need to happen. I don't know if maybe there was something from junior high or high that, no, this didn't need to happen. Yeah, like, we're missing something, but not worth it. (laughs) Back to the meat. Ashley runs into Craig at the mall. He's listening to music. She's listening to music. They're listening to music separately, but together. Every time he speaks to her, I just get annoyed. If you have something to say, then I want to hear it. I'm sorry, I made fun of your lyrics earlier. This is about my lyrics? Yeah. What did you think? (sighs) Craig don't get it. And I don't Mm -hmm. get how y'all stand for this man because it has to be because you guys used to think he was cute because he's so confused and he's so stupid. You're apologizing for making fun of her poem. The next day, downtown Sasquatch is performing their instrumentals without lyrics in front of an audience, and people are mocking them because they still don't have lyrics. Again, it it does kind of sound like noise, but why is Mr. Armstrong emceeing this competition? But actually, no, I don't think he does. I think he's just doing the rehearsal. The rehearsal. Craig hears the songs and his feelings are hurt. Ashley is still wearing the same shirt that I mentioned in trivia, but everyone else has on different outfits. So that's the only reason why I notice that shit. 
Uh, apparently plot B comes back in my recap. Caitlin made breakfast for everyone and Angie is being a brat about it and she asked for pancakes with syrup. Caitlin wants to prove to Joey that she can handle Angie, so she insists on meeting Angie's unreasonable demands. And I did say that I think this episode is a great parenting lesson about how you need to say no to your kids because they will ask you for things until there's nothing left to give, just much like the giving tree. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, that little book where the tree ends up being a stump in the end. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you should have said no and you should have allowed Joey to say no. And instead you wanted to be like, no, I can do it. And you should have said no because it's going to come back and bite her in the ass later. Yeah, because who are you proving it to? Like, it's not to Angie that you can do it. She's going to be like, oh, I can just ask for whatever I want and I'll get it. Like, that's what that's saying to her. Right. Y'all got to learn how to set better boundaries with kids because they will run you dry. Um, Craig tells Ashley that her lyrics aren't cool and she and Ellie act like he's self-absorbed for thinking the song is about him. But Paige comes in with another great (laughs) one-liner. Well, what did you expect? For he's a jolly good fellow? That girl is always spot on. That's my favorite, like, clip from the episode for sure. (laughs) Seriously. I love how snarky she is. So Craig tells Ashley that if he weren't such, if she weren't such a prude, he would have never been with Manny, which proves that he never did love Manny and that it was always all about sex for him. Mm -mm. Craig gets gets to brand practice and he's trying to leave the contest. Spinner says that if Ashley wants to fuck around with them, then she can find out about their lyrics. Homie is a player, and that is all. So why'd you have to go and kick his ball? And chain, ain't that your name? Cause you a player hater, and that's a shame. And chicks like you ain't worth too much. So shut up, girl, and make my lunch. Yeah! I like to credit this moment as Drake's first rap ever. But the song is awful. It's really sexist. Marco and Craig are mortified and entirely against performing it. Craig goes out into the forest and Marco tries to coach him through what he's going through. And it's crazy that we're com- comforting Craig about his feelings, which are the consequences of his own actions. Okay. You know, I also made the note that I'm surprised Drake has not sampled that rap in one of his songs yet. Oh my God. I need him to. And I want I him could- to pay us for that idea. Exactly. I could still see him doing that, though. Um, yeah, no. Craig is a baby, and I can't believe how oblivious he's being over, like, song lyrics when the 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 meaning is so much deeper than the song lyrics. Like, you did something to her for her to write those song lyrics about how she felt. So why are we not reflecting on what you did to make her feel like that? Why are you so worried about her banging song? Like, Nobody let's dig deeper. Men are very, very simple, and it shows. <laughs> So back to our weak ass plot beam. Caitlin took Angie shopping and Angie wasn't grateful for the trip. Spoiler, like, oh, wow. So surprised. <laughs> Angie then says she's going to play and Caitlin's like, uh, no, you better bring your little ass back in here, little missy. Or she says something like that. <laughs> Angie ends up running up the stairs and telling Caitlin she hates her. See, that's why you should have said no sooner with them pancakes. Mm-hmm. Hell Hath No Fury arrives to Degrassi, all decked out in pretty decent costumes with Craig's face right in the middle of the shirt. Um, I added that I would like you guys to convince Terry to spend Halloween with me next year so that we can wear this costume together. I would so do it. That would bring me so much joy. It's the fact that they exist. That's even <laughs> and better. Then, 
I added that we need two more friends, and I know just <laughs> the redhead and a curly, dirty blonde for the job. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. We're going to manifest it. It's going to happen. Yes. So it's, anyway, it's, it's just peak early 2000s fashion with like their belts, their pants. It's great. As you might expect, Craig is not happy about their outfit. <laughs> Ashley tells Craig she wanted to die, which leads me to wonder if a later episode where Spinner and Paige ditched school to get Ashley out of the house was supposed to air earlier. Mm. Um, neither, neither here nor there. <clears throat> I wish Ashley would have never forgiven this man, but it is high school. I mean, let me cough. Hang on. <clears throat> One thing I appreciate about Degrassi is how the kids might break up and get back together, but the parents do not forget. Okay. Because Ashley's parents did not fuck with Craig, and he deserved it. Anyway, Craig offers an angry and weak apology. He's like, how many times do I need to say it? This will be the first. And Ashley mm-hmm. turns and she's like, until you mean it, bitch. She did <laughs> not say bitch, but she should have. Craig is evidently frazzled by this conversation and he goes to the band and they're anxiously awaiting his arrival. But we can cut the anxiety because he does show up and they perform his banger of a song. I don't know if you'll forgive me from being so blind to how you felt. Don't ask me why you couldn't see it. And that take me years to figure out. And that's not something I know much about. But there's only one way to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I know is that I want you all. What I know is that I suck and what I know is that I'm sorry. What I One thing Craig is going to do is save his ass with the song because I hate how much the song slaps. I had to listen again to see if he actually did say he was sorry in the damn song. And he does. He says it once, but other way wise, he says like the classic lines. I suck. Woo hoo hoo. <laughs> Meanwhile, Angie is ignoring Caitlin because she's still angry. Caitlin feels badly because she sounded like her mom. She's learned that she needs to set limits for Ashley. To close off the ep- episode, downtown Sasquatch apparently won the competition and Ashley congratulates them. Craig is about to be disrespectful when it comes to recording. Like they, when they record later, he's going to be super disrespectful, and we're we're going to want to choke him out again. But mm. that will come another day, as the episode has closed for today. Beautiful. Did you find a moral in this? Um, I did. I don't think this is a real moral, but I said, learn how to apologize and do it if you value the relationship. Um, Craig doesn't deserve to be forgiven. He does need to apologize, but. Just because you apologize doesn't mean that people should forgive you or have to forgive you. That's a good one. Um, You know, I I think I said this before, you know, my triple A's of taking responsibility. I think it's admit what you did, apologize, and make amends. Mm -hmm. This is what I tell my children. That's it. That's important. Um, 
Honestly, I didn't have much of a moral. Mine was put your mess into music because I want to hear about it. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I love a good breakup song. Um, and I think with that, I was telling Chris before we got on that I was reading like the Reddit threads about which song was better. So I have to ask, which song do you think was better? Although we already know downtown <sighs> Sasquatch one. Yeah. Okay. So it is what I know for me. And it, it pains me to say this because you know how much I hate Greg. Right. I like them both. We know they are both bangers. They are both great songs. Um, and I love a good song about fuck you to men. Right. But I think I just like, I like personally, my personal preference, I like the sound that they finally brought together for what I know. After all it took, too, because it wasn't easy. Like, they literally mm-hmm. did not have lyrics for days and they barely could get the music together. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the same thought. Personally, I really like what I know because I just like slower songs and deep, meaningful songs. But in this, I have to say that. Don't die on us, please. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, that Ashley's group, you know, downtown Sasquatch wouldn't have what they had if Ashley didn't make her breakup right. song first. And downtown Sasquatch had the winning song because they heard Ashley's song first. Like, they wouldn't have come that hard if they didn't hear her song first. So, Hell hath no fury walk so downtown Sasquatch could run. Literally. I don't so know if that fits, but it fits. <laughs> No, it does. That's the truth. Um, both really good songs. What I know, personal favorite, but in the Degrassi world, I'm going to say that Mr. Nice Guy was that girl. And we would not have what I know without mm-hmm. Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about that. And I love good breakup songs, even though I'm not going through a breakup. I mean, Ashley or Allie and AJ's potential breakup song is forever a banger. It's great. How could you not? That is a good karaoke go-to song also. And then Good Very For good. You by Olivia Rodrigo is my other yes. favorite breakup mm-hmm. song that you have to even yell though, and perform. Even though, you know, they all talk about her for stealing from Paramore and whoever else they yeah. said she stole from. They literally had to credit Paramore in that song. Like they, they went did, back and had they? to do it. I mean, yeah. it's, it sounds just like it. And that's it why does. it's so good. And that's, again, it, right. could not have Good For You without Paramore. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, group of bangers and that's that what's that on that any other questions comments or concerns nope that is all i have today all right so next on degrassi marco is prepared to go on his first date since coming out of the closet and sets his sights on dylan nervous about the evening he turns to spinner for help of all fucking people (laughs) meanwhile jt hosts a party after he's after he stars in a commercial for french fries However, the feedback is less than stellar due to the rather cheesy nature of it. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with questions, comments, or concerns, or a story about how Degrassi has changed your life on either of our social media accounts, or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways this time next week, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm.